Welcome back to Takis McGinnis Elder Care Law Hour. I'm Tim Takis. Yeah, and in today's show, we're talking about younger onset dementia, the challenges for persons and their loved ones for a diagnosis of younger onset dementia since under age 65. And I'm Barbara McGinnis. In this particular segment, we're going to be talking about one of those challenges, such as residential placement or community programs that's designed to help people with dementia or with Alzheimer's disease, and particularly those younger onset. With us is Connie Tomlin, who is Program Manager for the Community Projects at Abe's Garden. Welcome, Connie. Thank you. So start out telling us what is Abe's Garden, and then, then we'll talk particularly about your program. Great. Abe's Garden is a not-for-profit memory care community located here in Nashville. And the story behind Abe's is really interesting because Abe Schmerling, who is the namesake for the organization, he was diagnosed with Alzheimer's and he had been a physician here in Nashville and his children had a hard time finding what they considered to be a good a good placement for him because there just there weren't enough really good memory care centers and so after their father passed away from Alzheimer's they made the decision to find a better way to do things better and so they went to memory care communities all over the country kind of cherry-picked what was being done right, brought it back to Nashville, and they founded Abe's Garden. Abe's as A-B-E apostrophe S. That is correct. Garden. Great. Yes. So, so what programs uh, are specific to persons under age 65 with uh, early onset? You know, honestly, there just isn't much, and it's really sad because there's such a great need for more programs for people that are diagnosed early for the younger onset folks. and. I think the reason why there's not much is because it's a small percentage of the overall cases of dementia. It's about 5%. And there are 5.8 million people currently estimated to have Alzheimer's and other forms of dementia. And so that breaks down to somewhere between about 300,000. They say maybe up to 500,000 with younger onset. So there's not a lot of research that goes into it. So there's going to be a lacking in the programs, a lacking in the funding. Um, but there is a great, great need because it's, mm -hmm. it's different. It is completely different when you're diagnosed early. So does your community groups focus on younger onset or just people of all ages? No, the community group is actually for people of all ages. Okay. We have had the unique experience of having multiple community group members with younger onset. So tell us what, an, what a community group is. Okay, our community group, it started off as a two-day-a-week program for people in the earliest stages of dementia. It was originally set out to be an activities-based group and quickly morphed into more of a support group and that came out because we realized these folks didn't really care about what they were doing. They needed community. They needed connection. They needed to be with other people that were going through the same things. And so particularly my people with younger onset in the group, they didn't even know there was anybody else out there that had it in their 50s. Yeah. And so they made these connections and it just ended up being a beautiful, wonderful thing. And the community group now has expanded. We have multiple programs. We have um, full capacity waiting lists pretty much all the time. And it's just, it's a beautiful thing to witness when you see how the members relate to each other. And at the end of the day, nobody ever wants to leave. So a community group is at Abe's Garden? Yes. And it's how many, how many persons are there? And we actually, um, 
try to cap it at eight members per group because we realized the therapeutic component would not come out if the group got larger. And it's just, it's easier to talk in a smaller group. Okay, so you have several groups. We actually have two, right. two, two different okay. programs. Yeah, and what are the challenges for people who are younger that are a part of that group? Um, even, even the younger ones in our group sometimes complain about the fact that they know people that are over 65, especially people in their 70s, 80s, they just, they don't get it because they've lived their life. They didn't have their life just completely stripped away from them with that diagnosis. You know, my younger people, all of them were working. Um, they were forced into retirement because of the diagnosis mm -hmm. and everything changed. You know, they thought they were gonna be headed towards retirement and traveling and time with the grandkids right. and suddenly all of their financial resources ended up having to go towards um, the diagnosis. And, and planning for the future. And care. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And care. So I heard you say something a minute ago. You talked about early stages. Mm -hmm. So I think that may be just a good point to make. Early stages versus early onset. Early onset, right? So right. Yeah, de definitely two completely distinct things. Early onset, I think now really the more technical term that you see more in the literature is younger onset, and I think that helps differentiate the exactly two. Yes. and so the early stages that would just be the initial time from the diagnosis forward when you're still you're, you're higher functioning in the early stages regardless of the age exactly so um, should programming differ for younger people then yeah yeah absolutely absolutely and I'll give you an example of something uh, with one of my members that came up that just really made the point he came in with his wife to take a tour and look at the group a little bit just to see if he thought it would be interesting and appropriate. And they got home and he looked at his wife and he said, are you crazy? Why would I want to go to a group like that and sit around with a bunch of 90 year old women all day? And I thought, you know, I get it. it that's exactly right. Why would you want to do that? But she talked him into coming back. We were able to place him in the group that had more of the younger people. and ended up being a great experience. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's interesting because I'm, what I'm hearing you say about that is there's, like, there, there, there's a sense of unfairness. You know, if you're in your 50s and you're thinking that your retired life is ahead of you and then suddenly that's cut short. You know, and I'm sure it, it I'm sure it not only obviously affects the person, but also the spouse. Absolutely. How, how do you see the spouses, you know, wh how do they address it or how do they deal with it? It's a living nightmare, honestly, it really is. And the spouses, you know, they've had their life yanked out from under them as well because the whole family dynamic changes. So how do you help them and as a counselor? How do you, um, do you direct them to like, are there other resources or is that something that AIDS Gardens helps? You know, actually because of being a community group member, uh, the counseling component is factored in. So I can do counseling work both for the members of the group, the spouses, the family members, and it just, I think it really kind of wraps things up for the families because they can finally understand more about just how to move forward. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's tough. It's yeah. really, really tough. I think that one of the things that I would tell any spouse of somebody with younger onset is, um, again, take one day at a time. You really have to. And yeah. try, to try to make those emotional mm -hmm. connections with your spouse, mm -hmm. even in the midst of the diagnosis. 
So what kind of advice do you have for selecting a community group or a daycare program for, for couples or families? If I was looking for something like that, I would do as much research as I possibly could. I would ask how, how do they address younger onset needs? What do they do? How many people do they have in the programs that are under 65? Just do your, do your homework. Yeah. So, when, so basically you should start investigating. If there's a diagnosis, you start looking into this right away. What's really, out there? You really have to. And I know, especially with the younger onset people, I think they're shell-shocked. You know, mm -hmm. the diagnosis comes and, and you're nearly paralyzed and you can't, can't move forward. But you, you really have to try to make moving forward a priority because if you can do this and make the decision as a family and include the person with the younger onset dis dementia in the decision-making process, I think that empowers them and that's, that's really healthy. And also um, residential and day programs both usually have wait list and yes. so you need to get on you need to get your name on the list as quickly as you can mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so we're going to put your contact information up great, great. abesgarden.org so thank you Connie for being here today thank you um, you know Abe's garden is definitely doing good work and and we love knowing that you're there uh, when we come back from break, we're going to be talking to another community resource from um, the Mental Health America group, and we want you to stay tuned.